Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Raw Recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Hey, I'm back. Thanks for everybody who was wondering where I was on Wednesday. I really appreciate it. Yes, I have a lot to say about Charlotte Flair winning that damn title over Oscar, but we're talking about Raw, so we'll save that for another day. But I am joined, as always, by the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Satin. How are you, brother? I, 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 was, I felt so bad for all the viewers of the show. Like I know you all loved having Jamie on the show. I loved Jamie's him. great. I love having Jamie on the show, but I knew he was going to agree with all my my opinions about yeah. Charlotte. I knew he was going to be on my side of it, and I was like, man, I know there's so many people watching this going, like, where's Roka right now to just <laughs> yell about this, to just, to just scream at the high heavens about Charlotte Flair winning the title. But, Ridiculous! Uh, oh, wait, uh, but, but look, Norm was, Norm was great. I love no, Norm. No, right. Jamie. He, oh, Jeff, sorry, Jamie's great. He's, uh, he, he was on your side. I was watching. It was so much fun. I enjoyed it. It's always fun to see Jamie's the one. And Jamie's so matter-of-fact. Yeah. It's, it's good to, to watch him. But yes, he, you should have been battled from top to bottom for <laughs> believing that that was a good decision to bury Asuka. That's 
my opinion of it. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Raw. Raw, this is essentially the send-off show as we have WrestleMania this weekend. Oh, my God, it's upon us already. My girlfriend has made plans for Sunday to be with her sister at the pool all day so I can watch freely on the large television in the living room without wearing my headphones. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. All 14 hours of the show. Fuck yes. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cuss, but hell yes. I'm going to watch all 14 hours and the NXT stuff over again to get me hyped up. I will watch 14 hours of wrestling. It's the one day a year I can do it. Yeah. No other pay-per-view can I do 7, 10 hours. WrestleMania, I can't. I'm the same way. I have a friend. I, have, I know who are like, oh, I'm going to show up halfway through the show. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Halfway through the show? You flew out there to show up halfway yeah, through the show? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, right. Uh, I'm the same way. When it comes to WrestleMania, yeah, give me all day wrestling. I'm mm-hmm. cool with it. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, I'm pumped for it. As far as this episode of Raw yeah. was concerned, I, uh, I, I felt like they did a really good job of cramming in as much stuff as possible without yeah. it being too, um, so what I'm looking for without it feeling too rushed and without it feeling like they were serving too many uh, beasts at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they really did. Good, they did a good job of kind of like each segment meaning something. I feel like it all kind of yeah. at least, even if you didn't like it necessarily. I, which I, I really enjoyed Raw last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it all, I, in my opinion, continued to build to WrestleMania in, in some way. Yeah, I think it did too. I think there was a lot of watchable moments in Raw, watchable scenes, interactions, what have you, and I enjoyed that as well. There are maybe a couple of things that I need to have explained. Maybe you can find the meaning of them because I don't understand why they happened last night, but we'll get to them as we go along. I'm sure, it involves we... someone being quicksanded. <laughs> yeah, that's right, quicksanded. That's, I forgot we used that one. Yeah. That's right. Uh, no more Barry. Yeah, that's right. No more Barry. Unless we're talking about the riots. All right, let's move on. And we got the food. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. Comes out to open Raw, and everyone was afraid. People tweeted at me over the weekend when this was uh, announced, and I was like, oh, no, I knew it. She's going to make herself the guest referee. She joked about being the fourth entrant, in that, which I thought was smart of her to do that. But then she said that this is for all the titles. So it's winner take all, which makes a lot of sense, Ryan, as we as we go towards this uh, SmackDown going on NBC. Uh, and Fox. Then, oh, I'm sorry, Fox. And then this idea of the – you you've been saying this for a while, this idea of the brand split may be ending as we go along down the road and so one female champion they go back and forth which they've essentially been testing now for the last few months having becky show up on both shows ronda show up on both shows charlotte show up on both shows they're kind of like testing this out and it'll coincide with the raw i mean with the women's tag team championship also being for all the brands so it makes sense don't you think or does it bother you? I really, I really don't. I, okay. I, I actually, I know I've talked, I've speculated other as to whether the brand split will end anytime soon. But like, I really feel like it. Here's my take on the brand split. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like as much as I enjoy people getting opportunities on both brands, uh, more opportunities yeah, when yeah, there's yeah. brand split. Um, as you can see, like in a time like this when everyone's going back and forth, it, it is. A better show when you can use all your A yeah. talent on both shows. Um, that being said, I don't think it doesn't seem to me that they would be ending the brand split because it seems to me like Fox paid for SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. And USA still has Raw. So that does kind of confuse me a little mm-hmm. bit, unless unless they're planning on ending this brand split and and for the first time making SmackDown like for real the A show because it's going to be on Fox yeah. and 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 it's going to be bigger more eyes on the product maybe they're going to be going that way and they want to end the brand split for that reason I yeah. don't know that I don't necessarily love the idea of merging the titles okay. I don't okay I think that uh if 
unless you're going to end the brand split, right. there should be a women's champion on each show. I don't think you need a traveling champion, so to speak, because there's so many women on the roster that right. I don't think there's not there's not enough talent on both shows to to serve that division. So they okay. I, I don't think it's necessarily needed. I've never liked the idea of the traveling champion between shows. You haven't. I've okay. never been a fan of that. I, I feel like there should if you're gonna have two separate brands, they should each have their own champion. They should be each doing their own thing. Right. Because then it's like, well, if you have a champion who's feuding with someone on SmackDown, then what are the women on Raw doing? What are they right. what what are they there for? And I get they have the women's tag team titles or whatever, but like I don't know. I feel like you already have a you already have a women's title that trades brands, right? You know why not just keep the pillars of the women's division there? So I don't love the idea of merging the titles, and I don't think that's what's going to happen. Right. I, th- I think that's. But I, I like the idea that this is winner take all. I like that idea, okay. and then that. Person, but how do you get out of that? Well, someone loses the SmackDown championship on SmackDown to another person who then takes it over. The Raw becomes their championship that they defend, and blah blah. So blah. let's say it Becky happens. wins, like everyone said, like everyone wants. Oh, yeah, Becky. <laughs> so then she loses to Charlotte a week later, to so Charlotte can have the SmackDown women's could, title back on be. SmackDown. That could be. Yeah. Would you think that's kind of weak? It, it is. A, it can be weak, but I don't think if they do, if they do on your parameters, they do a week later. Yes, but if like a <laughs> month, if a month later, maybe. Maybe while she's battling for it, eventually she loses it. Then no, because you're right. It gives the other women on the show on SmackDown or Raw, whichever way it goes, something to aim for and battle for and storylines to play out. Yeah, I think this is just WrestleMania. So this is they're trying to make this match since it's the main event as high stakes as possible. So it makes sense overall. But I think in the end, we're still going to have two different champions down the road. I, I agree with you that it does make sense in terms of like making this main event as, as big yeah. of a deal as possible. Um, I do, however, fear that a situation like this, not fear, because I yeah. like Ronda Rousey, but I do bl- suspect that this scenario plays into Ronda Rousey winning and not yeah. Becky or Charlotte. Listen, I said it two weeks ago. The swerve is in play. The swerve is in play that Ronda wins this whole damn thing, and everybody, everybody, like, if there's booze, I don't know if you want booze at the end of WrestleMania. There have been booze before, but I don't know if you want booze at the end of WrestleMania. Well, if you generate, if you, if, if, I don't think you want booze. Like they booed at, Roman out of the arena. I don't you think you want, want booze at the end of WrestleMania if they're genuine and they weren't trying to elicit booze. Okay, but if you play into it and you wanted them to boo, like yeah. let's say the four. My, cause my whole, pro, my whole, this whole time I, I had thought you said it. Yep. That, well, I thought that it was going to end with all the four horsewomen holding the titles up. You know. Yep. But now that one it of them can't. is going to – that can't happen apparently, nope. unless they both tap out Ron at the same time. Like one has her in the figure eight, one has her in the disarmor, and that's how they end the match is like, who's what champion? Like what are they going to do? And then they decide in the superstar shakeup. That's one scenario that plays in my head. Okay. Is that too – that's not – That not would definitive be weird. Enough, but no. I mean, Someone has to win. I, I agree. I agree. Can't be a tie. Which makes me think that because Ron is not leaving, like I said, yeah. not – Everyone's like, oh, she's leaving day after WrestleMania. No, that's not necessarily the case. So my guess, I do, I do feel like this leads into the idea of maybe Ronda winning, maybe beating Charlotte or something like that, right? Yeah. She beats Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She's both champions. Yeah. Becky still hasn't lost. Right. And they can play into that and go forward with that. And maybe even like the four horsewomen come from NXT and they help, help Ronda, Ronda yeah. win. Yeah. And the, the show ends with like... Her four horsewomen, her husband, all standing victorious in the ring. And now it's like, okay, 
last year's WrestleMania ended with like the coronation of good guy Ronda Rousey. She beat up the McMahons. You love right. her. She was way better in the ring. This year's WrestleMania ends with like the coronation of like the Ronda Rousey you remember, like yeah. that badass bitch who fucked everyone up. And, what, and we have alternate universe or the most. What, what do they call that? The worst dimension or worst yeah, the, timeline? The worst timeline. The worst exactly. timeline yeah, totally. Where all four of them are holding the belts in a mocking way. To the four horsewomen. Like they just take their belt. Not that they've won I love the belts, that idea that, that they can, hold the belts. That they're trying to stand victorious at the end. And yeah. obviously we're yeah. just fantasy booking here yeah, now. But like I love the idea of like them standing victorious at the end and Rhonda and or sorry, then Sasha and Bailey run out to try and help Becky and Charlotte. They beat them down too. The other four horsemen. Yeah, totally. They all yeah. hold up and they're holding up all the women's belts now in the yeah. middle of the ring, like Shayna holding up the SmackDown one, yeah. Rhonda holding up the, the raw, raw one, and, and the, the other two, and yeah. Marina and Jessamine holding up this tag belt. And certainly possible. Dude. And then like the next few months has to be like they have to, Avengers Endgame status. Yep. They've got to vanquish Thanos in Ronda's in Ronda's whole thing. You know, she's the Thanos that they have to vanquish before she finally can take a hiatus. Yeah, exactly for a little while. I mean that also makes a lot of sense. Darkest too. timeline. I I, I I could very much see them going the darkest timeline route to end WrestleMania. Hundred percent. That's that, that's that's a total Vince McMahon yeah, move. That's a total Vince move. Screw you. Uh, I mean, look, we've seen with Brock the past past couple years. Right, we right. always they've literally done this formula Brock so many times yep. where they. They, they they put it out there that, oh, Brock's leaving, Brock's leaving, Brock's leaving. And everyone goes like, oh, Brock's leaving. Of course he's going to lose. He's leaving. And then he's, he's still there for another year holding the belt. And you're like, shit, I believed it last time. Mom, you said you were going to divorce him. He's still my dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the tag teams. This was an interesting match. It's an eight-woman tag match here between Two, uh, four sets of t- tag teams here. You had Sasha and Bailey with Beth Phoenix and Natty pin up strong. And then you have, uh, Icon- the Iconics versus Nia, Nia Jackson Tamina. Uh, Nia Jackson Tamina would not tag in. They got involved see, a little bit in the matches in certain moments, but Beth Phoenix was really the standout of this match. This woman can still do it and hasn't been in ring in six years until recently and still has all the moves, still scary as hell. And may I say this even better now? Even better as a wrestler now, because well, she's well rested, I imagine, and yeah. she knows her moves. She understands her moves. It's incredible, how, incredible how seamless she has been in coming back to step in the ring, which lets me know that like she has an instinct for it. It isn't just training; it's an instinct. She's good at it. I also think with someone like a Beth Phoenix who loves professional wrestling, mm-hmm. that you and I don't know this because I'm not a wrestler, but I feel yeah. like from what I see when a situation like this happens, I. I it seems to me like, you, you know, sometimes your body will – maybe your body isn't active, but your brain is still active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and her body obviously was still active. She's still ripped. I'm, yeah, she you know, is, But, like, big. in terms of wrestling, yeah. you know, and I feel like her mind in terms of, like, how she would keep her character relevant in mm-hmm. today's generation has has been working. Like, yeah. it's been ticking because it doesn't seem out of place at all. Nope. and. excuse me and sometimes a situation like that it would you know and i think similar to daniel bryan where he was thinking the whole time yeah well well, if i came back right how you know how How would i change things up just a little bit to be better what would i do to make things just a little more crisp and also beth has had the advantage of being on commentary now and watching and watching a good point you know where you have to think with a different mind Mm -hmm. and i think that plays in a little bit too yeah and you've seen her i like what they had this thing where she jumped the tag i like that because that may be a nice little like uh seed that they planted that bethel 
get a little too aggressive in the match and cost them the chances for the title for Natty and uh, and uh, herself. So that's uh, interesting. Uh, the Iconics doing the best they can oh, with don't what even, they did. With you what they did, you can't praise the selling they had in this match. They sold that match so they, they were sure, selling in the match sure. was so great. Sure. Billy's the facial reactions were hilarious. Okay. When she did the glam slam on Peyton, it was probably the highlight of that match. I love how Roka over here is like, oh, the Iconics did their best to pass when it was Sasha who botched the, uh, two moves in that match and he doesn't go like oh the Sasha did her best to get through well, I did I, I didn't get to it he got me off immediately so <laughs> I did Sasha did miss off a couple of moves I will say that I just I, you know they're just never going to sell me until there's a little more flow to their movement I think the bones are there I just want to see more like you watch watch that watch how uh, Peyton runs across da, 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 missed Dude, I think her selling was great frustrated. in that match. I felt like the there were selling, moments where they did nice. You complain about certainly. lack of selling, but those two sell like no one else in the women's division. I wouldn't say that. They do. They, no one like, else in the women's division sells selling better wise. than the Iconics. Well, no one's no really one sell. else Who? in the women's division. You Sasha and Bailey are professionals. Sasha they are sell se- all Sasha the time. Sasha and Bailey are, are more dominant in their matches. They're not like selling all the but time. When they lose, they sell when they're losing. Yeah, but these people, but, but the Iconics are there to make other people look better. And so they, they are selling way more than those two. And they're flopping all around the ring and trying to look I, like they're being the shit kicked out of them. I don't think beating junior varsity makes your varsity better. Like, That's I literally wrestling. That's what are you talking about? No, you got to beat the best. You, you usually, the best. in fact, in fact, for decades they were playing the 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 frost the freshman team like they were well, less than that. They beat jobbers forever to make the best look good. So right. I, that 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 is we're just never going to agree on this. It's, it's, it's honest truth. We're just never going to. I just need to see more from them. And you know, once again, I always change my mind when they finally do it, like with Carmella. Um, all right. Anyway, do you like this idea of what it, what it prefaces with Nia Jackson to me? Does this mean like they're gonna have a shot at this thing and take this thing? But of course, you want the moment. With the- I, I definitely don't think Nia's so, mean are winning okay. at All the right. pay-per-view. All right. I think Sasha and Baylor. Mm, weird. I, there it is. I, it really, if, to me, yeah. it's between the Iconics and Sasha and Bailey. Sure. Uh, as to who wins the title. I'm sorry. But that's really what it is. You know, they want to have the Iconics. I, that's my only, if, in my opinion, if they want to have something for horsemen, yeah, for yeah, horsewomen yeah. related at the end, yeah. then Sasha and Bailey will have retain. Win, yeah. If not, the Iconics are winning it. Right. That's my guess. Don't say such things. Well, what? Natalia and Beth are going to win it? No. I'd rather. I'd rather. And I don't think Nia and Tamiya. You'd rather Nia and Tamiya win it sure, than the Iconics? Sure. Why? Yes, a million percent. Why? why? Because I you like them like, better. You literally told me sometimes that you feel like they're dangerous in the ring. Uh, Nia is, not Tamina. I think Tamina's dangerous to herself, I think, in some movements because she's hurt and you can tell she's hurt. By the way, shout out to Beth for doing that uh, spear. She took care of Tamina in that spear. Yeah. That was a great that's a professional. looking spear yeah, through the barricade ever. She threw herself And first. you could hear it and like unlatch like yeah. like it sound it was it was like like it, like it, it looks I liked it, but yeah. it was the most set up looking spear sure. through a barricade I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but me out of respect, I respect that because uh, you know she's doing that to save Tamina. You totally. want to hurt Tamina and maybe herself, Beth, too. So totally. respect on that. And yeah, we'll see what happens. I think it's definitely going to be Sasha Bailey, but certainly, good God, there is the darkest timeline where they, the Iconics win this. All right, Batista. Oh, my God. If the show ends, if like all 14 <laughs> hours of WrestleMania ends and Brock is still the champion, the Iconics are tag champions, and Ronda is both women's champions. I honestly, I'm gonna have to call Roka and check on him. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call Roka and be like, "Hey man, are you okay over there?" Is me. Girl! <laughs> 
<laughs> where's screaming. Those, where's those videos of the guy slamming his head into the TV and shattering it? Yeah, basically <laughs> that'll be me. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like get Roca's girlfriend's number. Like, get home, get home from the beach or pool, wherever you went. Put down the pina colada. Put it down and get there. Your man needs you. He's having an attack. He's freaking out, man. Baby, what happened? The critics want a title. Batista came out, did a she just walks in the door. You're curdled in a fetal position in the corner. She's like, babe, what's wrong? Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, Billy, Billy K. K. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's iconic. <laughs> uh, uh, Batista won this. Uh, Batista came out and did a fantastic promo for Triple H. Loved it. Less is better. He was great. Showed the highlights. Then he said, kiss my ass, and I'm walking out. It was beautiful. Hometown D.C., so they were cheering him. Respect for Batista. I love how this, again, I can't reiterate this enough. I love that this time back for Batista is full of positivity from the fans uh, for so many reasons. You know, maybe mistakes they made in the past with how they dealt with him and Daniel Bryan, and also all the love he's got for the Guardians Galaxy stuff and how he's really kind of set himself up as an actor here in Hollywood. So respect all around. I love it. And it was a great way to do it. Like, you didn't have to do much. Triple H comes out and does seven minutes. Batista doesn't need to do that. No, and it's funny to me how (laughs) I love how the audience refuses to act the way WWE wants them to act when it comes to Batista every time he comes back. Yeah. Like, last time they're like, oh, everyone's going to cheer for Batista. Batista's coming back. Daniel Bryan happens and everyone's like, fuck you, Batista. And he's like bummed. He like thought it really pumped. He like, you know, it ruined that whole thing for him. Whatever. Now it's like he's coming back. And in WWE, they're like, oh, man, they booed Batista real heavily last time. Like, they really hated him. And it's like, well, no, it's because of Daniel Bryan. I don't know, man. We might need to make Triple H the face here. You know, like, let's have Triple H talk about how he left left WWE for Hollywood. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'll get everyone to boo him. Next week in D.C., he comes walking out. It's just like, yeah, Batista. You know, and it's like, I love it. It cracks me up that just the fans refuse to accept the way WWE yeah. wants you to accept him in whatever storyline they present you with. Um, but yes, I agree with you. Less was more in the situation. I think that they've already sold you on this oh, yeah. match. Oh, yeah. uh, if anything, it felt like they were just doing this to give Batista that pop, you know, yeah. he, that hometown pop. You know, he, uh, I remember a lot of this all kind of started it seemed mm-hmm. when they didn't invite batista to smackdown right. 1000 i yeah, think yeah, it yeah. was or whatever and he it was in dc and he tweeted saying like cool guys like yeah. i was a huge part of smackdown and you're in my hometown for smackdown 1000 you're not gonna invite me yeah and he was real mad and that was a shoot that wasn't mm-hmm. that wasn't some storyline building he was bummed and then he kind of like quietly backed away from it they ended up inviting him yeah and that's when the evolution thing happened right. so Kind of was, you know, nice to, you know, this time he wasn't, it yeah, yeah, <laughs> was yeah. part of it and they wanted right. to make up for that a little bit, it yeah. seems. So, uh, I really liked this segment. Uh, I, I, I hate, I hated myself last night when I was watching this. Segment. Did you see the video that I made on this segment that no. I tweeted? Oh man, I, <laughs> when he, I hated myself because it was so stupid and I don't know why. I, sometimes I'm just like, my mind is weird when I'm sitting there watching TV and it was the only thing I could think of when Batista did this was, to make this video real fast. <laughs> Bro, that's uh, perfect. 
I like that. I, I couldn't like help that. myself. I was, right when I saw him do that, I was like, oh, man, that looked so disco-like. And I had to go rush to my computer. To, or actually, I did my phone. I did, I did my phone real fast. took me real yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love the segment. It was it was fun. Yeah. It, was, it was good stuff. I'm ready. I'm very ready for their, yeah. for their match. I don't know what's going to happen either. I don't know if it can go either way. It can go either way. I've been talking with Ryback on his podcast about this yeah. when I do his uh, podcast every week. And right. I really hope they've been secretly talking to like Chris Pratt and all those people and that there's a Guardians of the Galaxy running like similar to how we saw like the NWO versus DX oh. when it was you know Sting versus yeah. Triple H yeah. because Batista's doing a movie right now like yeah. you know how that shit works there's no way he's that's what it had to be why they added the stipulation mm-hmm. there's no way he's gonna be working a 20 minute straight up wrestling yeah. match there's yeah. no way Triple H has been injured there's yeah. no way Triple H is wrestling a straight up 20 minute match after he's like just barely coming back from injury right, right. Uh, I hope that this is like the run-in fest and it's like you know some people like the Ric Flair runs in you know like we finally see the first Orton. time we see Orton yeah. or, or that, well, Orton's in a match but yeah but he can do a run-in run yeah the, the WWE people yeah. like coming out and then I hope that it, I, I would love it I would love it if Batista gets an interference from Chris Pratt like Chris Pratt pops out out of the audience and run, does a run-in and we see Star-Lord punch Triple H or something like that and then he hits the Batista bomb and it ends with Chris Pratt and Batista standing in the ring that would be epic what if Dan, what if Josh Brolin shows up and just snaps and then, <laughs> three, then the three of them die the whole arena disappears <laughs> All of us are dead. All of anything's possible. <laughs> um, let's move on to something. Uh, Apollo Cruz and Jinder Mahal. I, I I guess you can explain this to my me. My favorite part about this was <laughs> I love a Jack match for some reason. My favorite. My, the only thing I enjoyed about this match, yeah, was uh, was Michael Cole on commentary, where at one point he said he said something along the lines of like. Oh, wait, I'm going to pull up the quote because I'm going to butcher it. And I, okay. know my, I know my friend Kevin, he tweeted the exact quote. Yeah. But Michael Cole stated it perfectly, uh, the, this match. He said... Yeah. He said, this is what he said. He said... Uh, <laughs> so he, said, he goes, it was when all the brawl was going on. And he said, now this means nothing before Sunday's yeah, WrestleMania. Right. So he clear. said, now this means nothing. It doesn't affect Sunday at all. And I was like... Way to sell this one, Michael yeah. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> like he was just like he's like, well, now this means absolutely nothing, and and, and that really was a perfect representation of this. Like I don't yeah. get why. I understand they all have motivation to win. I guess, but. Are we? T- I just feel like when these things happen, we're supposed to believe that they all suddenly just hate each other well, because they all want to win a match. They're not even in at the time. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: a lot of people are complaining. Oh, you're making the women's battle royal. That's you just doing that for uh, to give those women something to do. They're doing the exact same thing here on the men's side yeah. with this this under the giant. It had uh, you know prestige the first couple of years. Did it? Now, so, well, I mean, because it was under the giant, or something new. Did uh, it ever have prestige? Well, I'm just saying. No, I feel I'm, it I've did. been wondering that. I, was I feel it did it the first night. time because it was in honor of Andre the Giant. I thought it was a nice little thing to do. And Big Show won, I think. The Big first Show won, I believe so. Out of respect Didn't the first for two? Andre the Giant. Yeah, maybe the first two. But you look at this, and the thing I feel bad for is EC3. EC3 is in this mix. He better win this match. Oh, he's not going to. You don't think so? No he's got to. If I'm EC3, I'm like, screw you, send me back down to NXT. Because if you don't know what to do with me, this is a waste of my time. Well, you I'm act not like that. Showcased. You would never do that, because why would you tell your employer to... Uh, Send you back. 
You're, uh, you're making more money. Think about yeah, the job, but, bro. But if you're not happy, if what's we were the point? here and you're not happy, you wouldn't be like, "Hey, Mark, can you send me to another office where I make less money so I can be happier?" Uh, you wouldn't I would just do go. That. No, you I wouldn't, wouldn't ask you'd Mark make to send money. me. Well, no, no, but I'm you saying, can't. It's the same company. You can't be like, "Hey, yeah, boss, true. that's true." You know what? I know you just gave me a pay raise and you're yeah. giving me experience on television, but you know what? Send me back to that place where I also wasn't being used that yeah. much. Well, then I blame EC3 because I've hustled and fought to get the stuff that I'm doing. So I would, I would say, EC3, there's something here, EC3. You got to figure this out because that guy is not young. That guy's in his mid 30s or his uh, I don't early, even remember early this. 30s. I, I'm looking at the w- list of winners. Yeah. Was it Big Show? So it was Cesaro in the first one. Oh, shoot. I forgot. Okay. Then Big Show. Then Big Show. Then Baron Corbin. Okay. Then Mojo Raleigh. I do not remember Matt Hardy winning last year. Yep. And I love Matt Hardy. Yep. I don't, is that when the Woken so stuff then, was first kicking off? Maybe, Had yeah. Matt do it? Yeah. I don't even remember that. And I'm, I'm like a huge Matt Hardy. I don't even remember him winning last year. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting that they were like, they were like, they said, uh, oh, the Andre the Giant Memorial is a launching pad for future success. You gave it to Mojo and you did nothing with him yeah, afterwards. True. You gave it to Matt Hardy and you did nothing with him afterwards. Mm. If I recall, you did nothing with Cesaro afterwards yeah. when they wanted they bro- they broke it like a week later yeah. and it never was talked of until the next year when it got brought up again. So no, I don't think it's fair to say it's a launching pad for anything. If anything, it's like it's like what they don't know what to do. The guy they don't know what to do with right now. Yeah, that yeah. they kind of want to do something with, but like, hey, maybe we'll just give, so maybe EC3 does fall into this yeah. one. <laughs> maybe Certainly he does. possible. Maybe he and does. I think he has to win it. I think he has to. No one there. No one in there has and is not at the level or the situation that EC3 in, which is easy trying to get the push. And all these people have had their separate pushes that are involved in this, including the Ascension, including uh, the B team. All these people, like Kurt Hawkins, all the Tyler people, Breeze, Tyler Breeze, they've all had their chances. Is uh, EC3 is the newest kid on the block in that way? I think he should win this thing. Uh, all right, Red Mysterio came out. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, Something you just said. Sp- I, 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 yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. my guess. If I had to guess on the the, the, the Memorial, okay. this, the Andre the Giant this year. I think Mojo's going to become the first two time winner. Wow. They were doing those vignettes that they kind of gave up on, but then they didn't. Then Mojo, sorry, then Gronk became a free agent, or Gronk right. retired, uh, and suddenly a week later, it's like Leo's mentioning Gronk on on no, the mic, right, true. and then Jinder Mahal comes out right after he mentions uh, Gronk on the yep, mic. Yep. Then this week they like, oh moments in history type thing. Once again, showing Gronk jump the barricade and and help Mojo. Right. I feel like there's something going on. Okay. That, that's my guess. Gronk will come in, running in, help Mojo. And this time, maybe they'll push Mojo afterwards. Wow. What if this time he clotheslines Mojo and oh. helps EC3? Well, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. EC3 and Gronk would be a great heel. I was going to say more so just he wins it by running in oh. and, and taking Mojo out this time. And then he and Mojo feud. Wow. But that's just wishful thinking on my part. Right, right. right. And people... I feel like a lot of wrestling fans would hate that. <laughs> Mojo just was instantly, in, in, or Gronk was instantly in a feud with Mojo. Yeah. All right, let's move on here. Uh, we have ourselves a uh, Kurt Angle promo here talking about how he's going to have his last match. At, this is his last Raw. It'll be his last match at WrestleMania, um, at least for WWE. Um, then Corbin comes out and ruins it. They have, not, they have an interesting back and forth. They didn't mind the back and forth between them. Uh, then Ray comes out, uh, and then eventually Corbin uh, recedes. But Ray and Corbin is set up for later on in the show. Did you like this? Uh, back first, and forth? I want to say one thing. Yeah. The shirt. Oh, yeah. The shirt. 
Yeah. Can we talk about how ridiculously silly a shirt that says, You suck. You suck. (laughs) Thank you. Underneath it. You suck. Thank you. It literally sounds like so many dirty things. Like I was like, I had a million different dirty jokes that came to mind, but I was like, "Mm, I'm going to keep it uh, PG uh, on my, on my Twitter page. One of the worst shirts maybe in WWE history. Maybe. It's up there. All, obviously, there's the always pounding ass shirt. There's the cocked, locked, and ready to load shirt. There's the Sinkara penis shirt. Those are pretty bad. But, yeah. I, but I feel like it's up there for, like, weirdest shirts. Okay. It's a bad one. Yeah. Because there's, like, the jizz one that yeah, says cocked, locked, and ready to unload or something like that. Wasn't there a uh, Trish Stratus one that was bad? Yes. That sounds familiar. I forget which one it was. There was uh, the Sinkara penis, like I was saying. You remember that one where like his jacket was in a certain way and it looked like his penis was pre- like it looked like his penis was showing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. I'm trying to remember some of the other ones that people sent to me. There's really bad T-shirts in history, which I I understand that's not. You know, there's been bad ones throughout oh, history. Yeah, Carlito, do you spit or swallow? That was also one of the bad Oof, ones. That's a bad. Also one. a bad one. The do you spit or swallow? <laughs> but thank you. Or sorry, you suck. Thank you. That's the Sinkara penis yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, basically a penis. You suck. Thank you though. Was oh. just like man, mm. who design? Yeah. Like, do you know how many people it has to get through? Yep. In the design process, like there's yeah. so many people. Yep. So many people so looking when, at that. So when they act like, oh, I don't know how to slip by our fingers. Any company that says I don't know how to slip by us is absolutely lying to you. There are so many hurdles that you have to go through an approval process for any shirt to come out from a big company. So that's a lie. Like the Trish Stratus one is blow me on the front, and then the back it says into the stratosphere. That was it. So I was like, you're that like, was oh it. man, blow me into the stratosphere. Right. You're just like, yee. Oh man, definitely shirts can't wear in public. Uh, but yes, uh, the segment itself. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think that the Kurt Angle package was awesome. Yeah. The video so package was cool. Yep. That like slow version of Kurt Angle's theme song mm-hmm. playing underneath it in the beginning was really cool. Um, you know. Kurt tweeted last week, I think it was, or posted on Facebook about like, look, I know this isn't the Kurt Angle you guys remember, um, but this is the Kurt Angle who's been sober for six years that you're seeing right now. Oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, you know what? I know. That was like the exact same reaction I had. Oh, well, I apologize, man. Like, honestly, to Kurt, if he even remotely watches this, I would. uh, That makes a lot of sense. And you know what? Respect your journey and your process. Six years sober. So. Any kind of criticism, which I do as an analyst. That's all I do it as. Uh, it came from that place, not from a place of actually wanting to hurt him. So hearing that, it makes me really take a moment to be like, okay, you know, respect that. Yeah, you know? I'm trying to find exactly what he said. But that, 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 that's, mm. that's basically the gist of well, what he said. And that's also, a fair point to say that. Yeah, and also his wife tweeted about it and basically said something along the lines of like, Look at, like at his age, like he, yeah. at his age, when he stopped wrestling actively, yeah. and they made him a GM, she was like, his body just started acclimating to not taking bumps and right. not doing that, and right. so like when they just turned that switch off out of nowhere, and like he didn't have time to prepare, like his body is just different, like mm-hmm. his body just you know got used to not doing that, yeah. you know, and so that's why it looks the way it does, and you know, and at the end of the day, I read that and I was like, you know what. Kurt Angle is one of the greatest of all time. Yes. So undoubtedly, I'm just taking it for what it is. I do. I like. I'm happy. We always complain about wrestlers not getting an appropriate send off. Yeah. So at least he's getting like a full farewell. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
moment, even if it's against Baron Corbin. Uh, yeah. I, I, Which it looks like it's going to be. It, it does. No matter how much they chance Cena. Uh, I don't know. I can still see a swerve happening, but yeah? who knows? Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Uh, I also loved when... Um, <laughs> I also loved when... Uh, Baron Corbin tweeted like a flyer for their match this weekend, <laughs> and on the top it said it said in a quote like as if it was like you know like in a movie poster where they have like a quote from a critic yeah. or something. It had a quote that said an unprecedented eight star match. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know what? I like Baron Corbin, man. Like he's good. I, oh, I don't know. I know. I know. I know. He's fun. He's fun. He's fun. Look who's coming around. I'm right. coming around you on know, him. Yeah, he's it, fun. He's it fun. happens. Remember when he was going to kick me off the show? I don't think that you should. <laughs> I don't think they should have ended the go-home episode of Raw before WrestleMania with a Baron Corbin match. I agree with that, which but, we'll get to. But he does entertain me. He does. Uh, the Revival took on Alistair Black and Ricochet. Is this going to happen? Have they announced anything? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, cause these are like, these are like great appetizers and then they take the plate away so that you can't keep eating. And you're like, no, I'm liking this. Well, you'll hate it even more, no, more so knowing that after this, they only had uh, the interview on WWE.com. Yeah. But they got challenged to a match after Raw. By, okay. By Hawkins and Ryder. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Just focus on the Battle Royal, man. And, uh, what, uh, I don't think they did. were announced for the Battle Royal. Really? They got, I, I thought go I saw Hawkins look. in there. I in the Lumberjack. I thought I saw That's Hawkins a good question. in the I'm Lumberjack. I'm not sure. But this was a fantastic match. Great back it really and was. forth. And that gory, crafty, yeah, that gory oh, special. Oh, man. And it was a crafty way to have them lose, having a homie grab uh, uh, Ricochet's leg right at the 10 count, which is brilliant. So it counts. Uh, and then, of course, Ricochet doing his 630, which was fantastic. But um, uh, this has to be the match at WrestleMania, doesn't it? I would think. It's yeah. got to be. I almost wonder if they're doing like a multi-man match or something. I, I don't know. like Or a multi-tag match, maybe. Sure. They're doing it for the Wait, women's. hold on. I pulled up the list. Let's okay. see. Wait, hold on. All right. Braun Strowman, SNL, Andrade, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder, Noe Jose, Bobby Roode, Chaggy, Evil Kalisto. No. Wow. No, Hawkins and Ryder are not in that list. Oh, for the love of God. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then also the Revival posted a picture where they were fighting the Usos. So yeah. I was like wondering since the Usos also don't have a tag match yeah. from Mania yet, that if maybe they're gonna do like a rival versus Usos, like tag champion versus tag champion wow. thing. I'm, I might be down for that. I mean, I also I think that's good. Yeah. But then I'm like, but why? Yeah. I was confused as the why, you yeah. know, because I was really bummed that Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy got announced for the Andre Battle Royal because right. I thought they were gonna do the Hardys versus the Usos at WrestleMania for the SmackDown yeah. tag title. I thought yeah. that's why they moved Matt to SmackDown. So I was a little confused by that. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure either. You know, yeah. WrestleMania is less than a week away. And they haven't announced they haven't, the full card yet. They haven't said what yeah. these matches are going to be. I think there's going to be – I've heard rumblings, and I, obviously this isn't set in stone yet, but I've heard rumblings there's still one last little wrinkle to be added tonight, tonight. possibly, okay. to the women's match. Oh, really? Yeah, to the, to the okay. women's title match. Well, let's, uh, let's get to that next. Following the events of this segment. Oh, my God. This was fantastic. Look, this was a great segment. But, okay, let's get to the whole thing. All right, so Becky comes out. It's a tag team match, a six-woman tag team match against the Riot Squad. 
Um, it the Rise Squad becomes irrelevant again in their own match, and it becomes a thing between <laughs> Charlotte, match. Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. They go at each other. Security tries to separate. They all beat up security. Then the police come out, separate them, handcuff Ronda. Becky attacks. They handcuff Becky. Uh, Charlotte attacks Ronda. She's being let out. And they handcuff Charlotte, and then they all get pushed in. And I like Charlotte going. You know who I am? Echoing, you know, like uh, what we've seen many celebrities do on video sometimes. If I recall. Yeah. And I could be I could be wrong. Yeah. I didn't Google this. I meant to. I think when Charlotte got arrested back yeah. in the day, pre-WWE. Oh. When her and Rick got arrested, it was like a thing in the news. Did she say that? And I think she said it was okay. in the police report right. her saying that. So it might have also been a little throwback to her own arrest. Well, so many celebrities have said that yeah. in the year. Like even Reese Witherspoon had her own thing about oh, you that's, know who I am. Anytime I get a, 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 a police report, like when I worked yeah. TMZ and even now, more so when I worked TMZ than now. I would always laugh every time I saw a yeah. police report. Says, "Do you know who I am?" Type of thing. I'd be like, "Oh my god, oh man, <laughs> nothing like privilege." Uh, and so they all get put in. They all get taken into the back. What's so brilliant and ridiculous is the police. The police, and I wonder if they're actual police. They probably are. Puts the two women who were fighting these each other. These were definitely not actual cops. No, you don't think so? No, fuck no. Okay, okay. I never know with these things because sometimes these police departments do willingly take part in no. these sketches to get paid a little bit of money. Police work on the side. No, they even had like Garden like McDonald's old, and They stuff. had like the old school like cop. No way. Okay. No way. All right. Well, they put them in the back of the car. Uh, and uh, for some reason, they put sh- uh, Becky in there with Rhonda, and they go at each other. Becky looks scared a little bit in real life because Rhonda was winging those kicks all over the place. And Becky is like leaning against the side there, the back, and then just kind of kicking every once in a while. And then Rhonda kicks out the window, which is fantastic. Then they battle. Uh, they drag Becky out. Then somehow Rhonda turns on the car and push and, and slams it into another police car. Which uh, made no sense. No, I, I don't know how one, she turned on the car. That was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. You go, okay, how did she put the car in drive? <laughs> yeah. Her car, her arms are handcuffed behind her back. In, in that instance, she would have had to have, like, used her elbow, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But how would she have pushed it's the so button? It's so dangerous. She could have hit neutral and really hurt herself. <laughs> Like, she would have had to have, like, kicked it with her foot. Even still, yeah. there's that button. Like, yeah. how would she have done that? That's, it's a big I mystery. loved it. Yeah. Honestly, everything about that part, yeah. you go, like, so many unbelievable things happened in a row. Yeah. But it was still so awesome. It was. <laughs> it was a great way to – It was, you know, people were saying, Ryan, that, like, and including me, that it was kind of receding in the background, this triple threat match of, of these uh, ladies going at it. But – but they announced it, and then you're like, okay, that makes sense. Fine. It's a couple weeks too late, but they announced it. This is the way to get the fans back on board a thousand percent for this being the main event at WrestleMania. Brilliant. Have Stephanie say what she says, then have this whole battle and end with Charlotte delivering that knee to Ronda. And I'm going to tell you this a thousand percent. I know I've been kind of harsh on Ronda at times. I have nothing but respect over the last few weeks how Ronda has taken the hits and the bumps to promote this show and to put those two ladies over as possible threats to Ronda. It's been incredible. And so her willing to take the hit against the side of a door like that, you got to give her props for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, I feel like this segment and, and what we saw last week, I feel like it's proof that all the like 
obstacles they made yeah. Becky Lynch go through were so the wrong direction in this storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just wanted to see three badass women beat the shit out of each other. Right. Like, that's really, what, at the end of the day, what this is about. Yeah, you know, well, yeah. a lot of people just want to see two of them. But, yeah. but, yeah, but three of them, we wanted to see, you know, that's how you sell this. Mm-hmm. You sell this as... These three women want to fight each other so bad, yeah. they'll do whatever it takes to, to get their hands on each other. And if they can't put their hands on each other, they're going to put their feet on each other. Yeah. That's how bad they want to beat each other up. I love that story being yep. told. Uh, also, by the way, I, I looked at the story when you were talking, and I was trying okay. to find it. It wasn't – I could have sworn that she said that, but the one thing I do think is funny is that in that arrest, she was accused she, – she kicked, she kicked the cops. So it's kind of funny in retrospect that her actual arrest, she did kick cops in her arrest way before she was ever a wrestler. Because I remember it was on TMZ back in the day. Um, And then she got tased. Yeah. And if I recall, she was like unfazed by the tase. (laughs) She was like all so jacked up on adrenaline. Uh, But this segment, uh, so many unbelievable things, but they were all, I'll pick them apart one by one. But like, and you kind of mentioned some of them already, but like one, you would never put two people who were in a fight yeah. in the back of a police car, in the, same car in the same car next to each other like that. So I, I thought and that then was walk a li- away. like literally if these were real cops, they're not, yeah. if they were real cops. They would be the absolute worst police officers of all time. All well, right. I should say twofold. Worst police officers of all time for not getting the situation under control, but also best for getting it under control without violence. Yeah. Because if that had been a real scenario, all three of them would have been shot. Well, <laughs> mm, no, they're Ryan. all white women. They yeah, probably uh, wouldn't have. Thank yeah. you, Ryan. I didn't want to say it, <laughs> no. but it's the fucking truth. There's no way those women would have been shot. White women would have been shot by the cops for doing it. Yeah, you're, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're it right. might have been tased. Yeah, if it had been like been been other people doing yeah. that, those three women would not, especially if it's, Naya, if it's Naya to Mina and, uh, yeah. and, uh, and Sasha, Naomi they're, they're getting, yeah. and Sasha, yeah, then, yeah, you're right. Then they might have been shot. You're right, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, sadly. sadly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, yeah, that never would have happened when put next to each other, but I still loved it when they did it. And then you just see the two of them realize they're in the car next yeah. to each other. It was almost like a Terminator-esque moment when, like, a T-1000 sees the Terminator, and they're just like, all right, go time. And they're just, like, fighting, you know? I love this, like, all right, go time. Kick, 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 kick. And then Ron kicking out the the window so cool looking uh i loved all that i then love the car thing as i already said the most ridiculous moment of that whole thing but so funny so perfect that to me to me for a long time it was always who threw the pie at kevin owens that was like the big mystery who threw the pie in the food fight at kevin owens (laughs) new mystery who put the car in drive for ronda rousey that's what I want to know, because that made no sense, but I loved it. Uh, and that just just for the sheer chaos of it all, you know, like it was just cars having kicks and yeah. everything. Great scene. Um, I also loved be- another thing that never would have happened was when uh, Becky is then near Charlotte's cop car. For some reason, the cop opened the car yeah, door for to Charlotte, let Charlotte to let her, to let her out and unleash fury on 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 Becky again. Yeah, made no sense, but I loved it. Yeah, uh, and that knee, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Like Way sold that feud. That moment is what made everyone be like, cool, great, Charlotte in the match. Yep. Good. Yeah. Everyone's good We're with it now. We're now. all in now. Yeah. Good. Charlotte, no more shoehorn Charlotte, yeah. you know, like big knee to the face, Charlotte. That's that's who's in this match now. And we'll we'll know what the hell's gonna happen too. We don't know what now with this last kind of interaction, who knows what's gonna happen tonight, but with this last interaction with the cops, like this is who knows who's gonna win. Nobody knows who's gonna win. I really don't I, I think it's all I do too. I think Becky has receded a little bit, part to their booking and changing her character, because it's now Rhonda and Charlotte who are 
coming in with the uh, momentum of being the uh, badasses who are willing to cross any lines yep. to win. Becky needs to reclaim that, and maybe through this match, she will, but I hope she does. I did feel as though her promo, the line they screwed for was so good, where yeah. she said something along the lines of like, like, uh, I forget exactly what she I just remember how she ended it. She just basically said something along the lines of like, like for me, I have to make history yeah. in order to to move on to yeah. the next phase of my career. Like I have to, or I'm back in the line type thing. Like I, that wasn't her exact wording, but yeah. I, I I forget what it was. But I remember being like, "Oh, that was good." Yep. Whoever wrote that, that was a good line because yeah. you just sold, Reese, you got you pumped some juice back into Becky there with that line because yep. you're like, "That was badass." I also um, <laughs> the irony of. The big angle leading to WrestleMania for the women uh, being all of them getting arrested when <laughs> one of the things early on that kind of like uh, jump started all of this besides just Nia Jax punching Becky in the face was one of the big moments of this feud, I guess, uh, on social media has been when Ronda made fun of Becky for taking that mugshot yeah, yeah, yeah. and being like, oh, you got fake arrested, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like. She's trying to sell your feud. What do you yeah. And it was like, that was like really like when that whole, oh, I, I, one of the earlier things I remember in terms of everyone being like starting to really turn on Ronda Rousey when she made fun of that lame fake mugshot or yeah. whatever. And so I, the irony of then putting Ronda Rousey in a big arrest angle where she now gets fake arrested right. made me laugh. And I like that she played it up on social media with that dumb mugshot photo that she posted that <laughs> looked even more fake than the one Becky posted, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. But also, before we move on from this, okay. um, what time? We got about 15 minutes. minutes. Um, One of the biggest mistakes of this show last night was not ending with this. Yep. This is what... 1,000% agree. This is what everyone is talking about today. I have seen so many funny mashups with that video uh, of all the women fighting. Best, And we're going to post them on the site as soon as I get out of here. But... The best one is putting out that Benny Hill song with the like, <laughs> and they sped it up so it's yeah. all kind of like, and it's great. Yeah. I've seen so many good ones, but that is what everyone is talking about. Yep. No, no one. The water cooler conversation was not going to be Kurt Angle putting Baron Corbin in a uh, ankle lock, lock at the top of the yeah. stage when nobody cared. No one cared. You were already no. done. No one cared. Yeah, you were shell shocked from what you saw in that battle between the three ladies. Yeah, totally. And I don't. I, my guess. Is that maybe this wasn't pre-taped and they were worried that oh they were worried because they wanted to seem natural maybe going from like the match to the backstage and they didn't want to overrun they can't overrun anymore right so they didn't want they wanted that whole thing to be shown in its entirety without some some beat having to be taken out because it was good and that they were worried they couldn't time that exactly that makes sense but just pre-tape it then yeah just pre-tape it then and then you can as soon as they go back in the back all pre-tape pull right to the camera and i get it they were in a match so it's kind of hard to like oh yeah convey yeah but you can just don't do the match or make it very easy where their looks where where they're they're not out of whack or anything afterwards i don't know i i I sort of get that having but i don't know if it wasn't a pre-tape that's just my guess right um but, like, this is your main event of the show. Mm-hmm. You've talked about how important this is. You opened the show talking about this. Right. You clearly know this is going to be the biggest thing coming out of the show. Yeah. Everyone's going to be talking about this. Uh, I, I just don't understand the point of not ending on that. Because if it was mm-hmm. the – if 
if it was the guys match that you were doing this for, you would 100% end the show with yep, everything. You would. You would. And had, has done it. Like, yeah. How many times has Stone Cold like dropped concrete on a car or the rock done something or like threw, who was it that threw, was it Cena or the rock into the water into the edge or whatever? Like there's always stuff that ends that way. And then it goes, and then you hear Jerry go, what happened? And it just goes to the, the, the copyright. So yeah, I agree. This is the way it should have ended. Maybe, maybe this wasn't pre-taped also, Ryan, because if one of them got hurt in the match by accident, you couldn't really show the pre-tape, so you have to go in the back and, and do it live. Uh, one last thing, would, uh, for God's sakes, if you're going to arm bar, this does not hurt you. This is not painful. Okay, this is not painful. This is painful. This is not painful. Please stop already. With make it look authentic. It's just frustrating to me to see an arm bar that's like basically bending your arm in the natural direction that it bent. Mm, you can. It would still hurt. <sighs> I guarantee you, if Ron did that to you, you'd be screaming. Oh, cut it out. I wouldn't let her do it. I would have let her. I'd run screaming. All right, anyway, let's go. Uh, Heavy Machinery by Baroud. I don't know. Do you want to talk about this? No. Okay, good. Let's move on. Uh, Braun Strowman, Michael Che, <laughs> and Colin Jones. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. Unless Heavy Machinery gets announced somewhere, maybe they'll be in the Battle Royale. They are in the Battle Royale. Oh, they are? Oh, great. So and that's so are Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Great, great. Awesome. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's, all right. The, the Michael Jones thing with... Uh, it wasn't a bad match. There's nothing really to discuss There's nothing there. really to say. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing really to say. Did you like the Colin Jones? Did you like uh, Strowman? Did they just do anything? Do you feel we're losing the shine on Strowman, honestly? No, I just... It was weird to me. Mm-hmm. It was like... It was like a... Braun saw a black guy and a white guy yeah. and was like, Oh, you're Colin. You're Michael Che. What? We don't all look alike. <laughs> you know, like, it was very weird to yeah, me, Yeah, it right? was weird. It's a heel move to do that. Yeah, it is, is it, kind it's of a, a heel, heel move. move. It was, it was, this is what I'm going to do to you. I don't know what kind of move. It was more just like it made him look... Stupid. Yes, it did. That's what I'm worried about. What? I obviously don't think Braun Strowman the person stupid. But I no like the character made him look a little stupid. Of like, like a oh, you Michael, you Colin. Yeah, we fight. You know, that's kind of how it felt. Like he was Hulk. Like he was stupid. It was just right. like a oh, you're a black guy. You're a white guy. I'm for, I'm looking at you guys this way, and I'm right. gonna treat you as such and destroy you. I, I just it didn't click with me. I. I, I I, I didn't click with me at all. Yeah, it was weird. And uh, was it EC3? Who was, he t- he was talking to somebody in the back? And yeah, then, EC3 and Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze, that's it. And then they like, they go, whoa, no, 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 beat these guys up. You know, if it had been better, if he'd come out and whip the crap out of EC3 and Tyler Breeze, that would have been interesting because at least that's competition. Him doing this white black thing, you're just like, mm, it's that's weird, weird, right? Well, that wasn't just me, weird. right? No, it was a little weird to watch. Okay. Like, it, it's no sense because, again, he's supposed to be the face in the situation. It's playing like a heel. Once again, we're getting Strowman vacillating back and forth, kind of like the big show used to do. That's the danger here we're walking into with Strowman. Is is SNL new this week? I, wanna, I meant to look this up last night was it, to see if SNL's new this coming weekend. I watched last week's the Sandra O oh one. And I was shocked that they didn't make one mention on oh, Weekend Update so maybe it's of being in the match. Yeah, it's maybe taped then. Um, wait, I'm just looking because they would say... I, Why would you promote it the night before? That makes right? no sense. Well, I mean, that makes a little sense because you go like, well, the <laughs> night before you go like, hey, tomorrow we're going to be in this match. Make sure you watch us. And, and Braun comes out and, yep. and confronts them because he's in New York already. Ready. Oh, okay. And so maybe they saved it for that. But I thought they would at least like say that they were going to yeah, to be on in, at WrestleMania or something like that. Mm. I'm trying to find. Usually they God, they tweet so much SNL. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if there's a new episode this weekend. I'll keep looking it up. Okay. But I I I was a little disappointed in that because I really felt like there should have been some mention yeah. of it yeah um because that, i i assume that's the rub they're trying to receive mm-hmm. so um yeah i was a little confused by that but hopefully there's uh 
that changes this weekend when like the talent is in New York. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. If there's a new episode, I can't figure it out. <laughs> <I'm trying. laughs> um, well, and then we got the uh, introduction or the uh, news that the demon will show up uh, against uh, Bobby Lashley. Really weird intro. Uh, the <sighs> all that stuff. I don't. I don't know if we're past it. I, I feel Ryan like I, to me watching. I was like, I feel like I'm past it. Like you, you haven't done anything with him. Even if he beats Bobby Lashley, all he does is get his belt back. That's it. It doesn't push him further up the chain. So, but I guess, but you have to promote the match. So I get it. But like, and Lashley's selling the fear a little bit in his eyes about it. Sure, uh, but overall, you know, it, I, I, eh, it was okay. I will answer that. Okay, there is a new episode of that. Well. There is. Kit Harrington hasn't hosted in a long no. time, right? Well, that makes sense because the Game of Thrones is coming, Thrones two, coming back, weeks, right? Yeah. Okay, so yes, new episode this weekend. Okay. We have to see Braun there. If mm-hmm. not, that'll be a huge disappointment. Uh, I agree. Especially with, oh, probably because they're all a Game town. of Thrones episode makes sense. A Game oh, of Thrones host because it could be a big yeah, dude. It totally. could be the mountain or something like that. Or it's, I, I assume he's just gonna no. I assume he's just gonna walk onto the weekend update set. But I'm saying you can the also hey, use Colin, him. In this. I'm in New York now. Right. Blah, blah, blah. It'd be great if he walked off a sketch in the middle of the sketch to go confront Michael and call him <laughs> in the back. Is this even real? This is not real. Do you think this <laughs> wrestling isn't real? This isn't real. Um, that would be funny. Demon. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the most. Uh, lackluster announcements only because it was so foreshadowed for the past few weeks. Right. They had the demon on the WrestleMania poster. Uh, they were selling a demon WrestleMania shirt. Uh, Lashley mentioned the demon in a YouTube or a, a Twitter video last week. So like, yeah, I've been expecting the demon was going to be there. Right. 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 Um, I think it's needed. Yeah. I, yeah. I felt to like promote this match. Yes. To promote this match. One, Two, it's been a long time since we've seen the demon. It's time to infuse that back into his character. Um, It'll look cool at WrestleMania. Um, I also feel like they introduced it in a little bit... I didn't love the video itself, but I feel like they introduced it in a little bit better of a way than they have in the past. Because in the past, in WWE, not Mm -hmm. NXT, I feel like they treated the demon as just Finn dressing up. Yeah. Even though they played those vignettes kind of initially, you know, talking about like Irish mythology and all that kind of stuff, they really went away from that. Mm -hmm. But in NXT, it was always like the demon was this thing that he didn't want to have to bring out. Right. right. It was like this thing that was like the last resort. Don't make me do it. Don't make me do it type thing. You know, Uh, it was like his venom, you know? And so I felt like with this one, they did kind of. Make it a little more of that where it was like Lashley kept taunting the demon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kept taunting though the demon. I don't care about the demon. The demon's nobody. And finally, right. he was like, "All right, you poked the bear too much," and yeah. then the demon came out. You know, right. so I, I kind of liked that. I thought that it was a little cheesy when he did the like. Yeah, that that was cheesy. You don't need that. Yeah, that was a little cheesy. This isn't Halloween. Yeah, it was a little cheesy. Yeah, uh, it's not scary. But the idea that like. He had to be willed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that at least. Sure, you know? sure, sure. So, so yeah, I, I like that. You got to promote it. It also does, though. I, the, the, I know everyone has said it on social media, but it doesn't make a lot of sense that he brought the demon out for Bobby Lashley in an Intercontinental Title match, but not against Brock Lesnar for right. the World Title. Good point. <laughs> like, like, and I realized that Brock didn't taunt the demon, right, so right, maybe right. that's their kind of way around it, like I was saying. But it's a little silly. Yeah. 
Agreed. Thoroughly agreed. Uh, and speaking of silly, we should just go past this Rey Mysterio Baron Corbin ending. Mysterio did a nice job fighting it, but in the end, you know, uh, you know, Corbin uh, does the deal, and then he gets, and then uh, uh, um, what's his face confronts him, uh, Kurt Angle, and then puts the ankle lock in there. It's the end of the show. Uh, boring ending. The really flaccid ending to the show. Very flaccid. Nobody ending. cares. Nobody cares. We just want ang- we're, we're gonna out of respect. We'll show up. I'm mean, obviously going to watch, but out of respect, we're going to respect him finishing up his career with the WWE at least and watch the match it'll be fine but this is not the way this is so this was so not the way to get people excited for it i agree very lackluster ending um i love kurt angle but it just you know it's not fast lane Mm -hmm. it's not uh, you know battle great points great wrestlemania wrestlemania you know like your send-off of supposedly your a show show. 100 percent i felt like mm, kind of lackluster yeah uh since there's not a lot to discuss with that one last question i have for you yeah who do you, who's interrupting Elias at WrestleMania? Someone's got to be interrupting him. Isn't Honky Tonk Man going into the Hall of Fame? Or is it Undertaker? <laughs> That's a good question. He keeps, you just asked me so you could get to your answer, you I son did. of a bitch. I did. <laughs> <laughs> But I like it. It's a good answer. Taker would be great. I, that's not with any inside. It's a huge surprise. Info, yeah. But I feel like, you know, with the AEW, I'm sorry, not AEW, <laughs> with the Starcast thing, and yeah. there was all those parts like, oh, Vince wasn't happy. I could see Vince wanting Undertaker to make an appearance in New York, sure, or Jersey, New York. Uh, quotes. <laughs> uh, and because he keeps saying, Elias is saying, no one's gonna interrupt me. Yeah. This time. No one is going to interrupt me. He keeps making a point of it, so right. obviously he's going to be interrupted. To me, it makes the it makes the most sense of just like like the whole like he he does it and then it's just like dong and he comes out. He choke slams Elias. He hits him with the tombstone. Certainly possible. The other person could be Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> oh my God! Springsteen comes running out and just spears Elias. No one plays acoustic guitar in Jersey except for me. Love Springsteen. It'd be great if it was like a line of like Bon Jovi comes out and interrupts. Like all these New Jersey acts that are like legends come out and interrupt him. And so the allies never, just never finishes it. That'd be great. <laughs> um, look, we got, I, mean, I, I won't get a chance to talk with you about this on the Pro Wrestling Sheet Radio. So I, the John Oliver stuff. Yeah. People have been asking our thoughts or our opinions. It's certainly my thoughts, my opinion. I would just, what, this was a, tw- I didn't know it was a 23 minute segment. That was pretty incredible shout out to john oliver to be able to do a 23 minute segment about this this is stuff that pops up every few years it's been like he mentioned it goes all the way back to just the body in the 80s and probably before that with other wrestlers who tried to do a union situation with the wwe do you think fans will respond to this particular john oliver segment do you think fans are woke enough now because what they ever do with the women and the divas stuff would this, would they allow, like, would Vince, because he can't stop the live broadcast of the show. They can take signs, but the chance. Do I think, wait, are you asking me? Do you I think, think the fans will react hijack WrestleMania? Yeah. Do you think they'll do that? No. What about Raw? People aren't going to pay thousands of dollars to go to WrestleMania to try and cheer for independent contractor status. Or union. Oh, okay. okay. Also, majority of the people in that arena could care less. Could probably care didn't less. watch. Probably didn't even watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Fair. You know, yeah. okay. uh, I, you know, yes, great piece. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Independent contractor thing is important. Yeah. They should not be classified as independent contractors. They should be a hundred percent classified as employees. Mm-hmm. The, they are treated like employees. They are. They yeah. are employees. That was a good point that Jesse the body made. You know, like they can't go to other no. uh, uh, you know conferences and do that. See, like even back in the well before I get to that. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, to answer your question before I move on, I don't think. 
any change okay. will come about because you don't of think this. because of this. No, no. Th- this culture, this outrage culture, they mm-hmm. outraged about one thing, and then the second they have something else to be outraged about, they just forget. They're moving on to the next one. They're, no one's actually—I shouldn't say no one, but the majority who get outraged yeah. are mildly outraged, so they can get their anger out on Twitter and move on to the next thing they can mm-hmm. be angry about. You know, they're not trying to create change. I, I do. I think anyone is going to go out and kind of, create, you know, make any change from this. Absolutely not. Okay. Not at all. Okay. Um, there might be protests. I mean, even outside. AEW, no, there won't be. You don't think so? No, okay. No way. Not from dude. people who are going to the arena. I mean, new information. People. All right. True. But you know, sometimes it's, you hit the right moment and boom. Like, I mean, look, look, but like even today. Yeah. Like, let's see what these. Yeah. There's it's nothing on Tuesday? there. Yeah. Have you seen anyone no, talking I about haven't. today? No, you saw it all yesterday. Yeah. It was a news cycle. The news cycle is done on yeah. it. You know, yeah. like yeah. as much now as I we're wish... talking about Charlotte, Becky and Rhonda. Exactly. That's what we're talking. You know, as much as I would like that to change. Yeah. I refer to wrestlers as employees on the side all the time and i get wb gives me shit for it and i don't care because it's like no they are employees they're employees they're signed contracts you know and also back in the day yeah like i was talking to justin gate excuse me i was talking to pj black uh i interviewed him here last week we put it on the site yesterday yeah and and on on the youtube channel and podcast feed but you know i was talking to him and he was he was telling me that when he grew up in south africa Mm -hmm. uh his dad was a promoter and well dad was a wrestler but also a promoter and he was saying like when i grew up you know i saw you know, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant come out to South Africa and right. wrestle for my dad's promotion or wrestle for a promotion out here and lose to the champion. Right. Because there wasn't an internet then. So, like, nobody was ever going to know oh, that happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Good the points. WWF champion jobbing to some ch- random guy that no one in America knows. Yeah. No one's going to know about it because there's no one writing about it. There's no one filming right. it. There's no, it was just a moment in time, you know? And so, those, you know, Andre Hogan losing, like that kind of thing. But back then, they technically were independent contractors yes. because they could in yeah. their free time. Hogan could go to Japan. Go to Japan. Whatever, yeah, yeah. They could go to other promotions yep. if that wasn't going to be televised right. or whatever. You know, they, they, they could do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, if, if I was friends with a wrestler and I said, hey, do you want to do an interview? They'd be like, can't, dude. Straight up, right? Maybe like can't not be like, oh, let me ask WWE. Sorry, WWE's not going to approve that. You know, like that's how yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, like so they're not independent. Like mm-hmm. they're they, they should get time off. They should get uh, retirement pension. They should get health care. Like these are yeah. benefits they should get, hundred um, percent. But at the end of the day, no. Just from what I've seen yeah. in pop culture and working at TMZ for seven years and just having a very close up front view of outrage culture, in my opinion. Yeah. They, they move on. Yeah, and that's the microcosm. I mean, you know, here at the studio, like, there are plenty of people who show up on our program. They're freelancers. They get to go on other sites, other networks, and do shows, host shows. on other. I am not allowed to because I'm a full-time employee here with Benefits Insurance. I cannot go to another network and host a show, and logically so, because my job is to promote this brand and promote this network. When you see someone come in the freelancer, you respect the fact you're not going to them, oh, don't go on this other show to talk about a superhero film. You, no, it's like no. You don't owe me. There is Jesus. that like stigma of like you. They you know they stink guy a little bit of like oh you're gonna go to a video for our competitor type well, thing. I've never but experienced right. that. When I was a freelancer, I never experienced that. I don't know if that's happening now. But two direct I never, competitors. Yeah, I never experienced. Interesting. That. Yeah, no one ever like told me not to do these kinds of things, and so I was always I freelanced for two three years before I got the full time job. I never had that situation. So that's the gift of being the freelancer. So to try to lock you down and have your cake and eat it too, I think is wrong for the rest of See, it's tough too because and, and, and to play devil's advocate as well, like yeah. it's tough because, you know, it, like 
in sport, it's hard to, it's like, what do you compare it to? Sports, right. not really, no, you because can't. it's different. Right. Acting, not really, because those actors are also independent they, contractors. And, and they still sign contracts. But the difference is, in my, with, with the actors part of thing, and, yeah. and, and like you were saying yeah. right there, is that like, in acting and you know producers behind the scenes, producers are all independent contractors in Hollywood. Right. You know, True. well, I shouldn't say all of them. Some are locked down to studio deals or, or whatever, but yeah. or, or production company deals or whatever. But like reality shows, for mm-hmm. example, those are all independent contractors usually, yes. and like they're going show to show to show. But it's like there's not only one business in town that right. really is the only company where you can achieve your goal and make money to a certain level. That's a great point. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can work at The Bachelor. And we were talking about this on Christian on Collider Live yeah. yesterday, but like you can work on The Bachelor and if you're not liking it or if you're not making the money that you want or you're not getting the benefits you feel like you should get, you can go work on another show. There's a million other TV shows in Hollywood. Right. So you are an independent contractor, independently contracting yourself in different places. I don't see wrestlers as that. Yeah, no. Like they can't do they they can't do that. They can't yeah. contract themselves anywhere else. I just wonder as the and we got to wrap up here right now. But I just wonder as the WWE comes uh, slides out of Vince's hands eventually, we may see this finally change to where there are contracts. You don't think so? Ah, man, that's a shame. That's a shame because I think it's fertile ground there for someone else to pop up and create something else. Even AEW like, is signing people to independent contractors contracts. But can they go to other? Federations, other things, technically okay, but I mean, WWE, I mean, sorry, AEW saw its first dibs, you know, right? Like I think, you know, so I mean, yeah, it I depends. Wonder, They're all I just wonder if it ever gets case figured. by case basis, but I mean, AEW is certainly signing people to yeah. independent contractors, at, to independent, uh, yeah, contractor contracts, right? It's a weird way of that works. That. I think <laughs> Inde- independent contractor deals, deals. There it is. There we go. <laughs> all right, well, I just wanted to talk it out with you for a little bit. All right, thanks everybody for watching this episode of the Raw Recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, it's been a blast uh, being back here talking with Ryan about wrestling. I missed it. Sorry, I had some medical stuff last week. Thanks everybody, and thanks for watching this show. Ryan, uh, tell people where they can find and watch and read everything. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website. YouTube.com/slash C/slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find. All the videos that we do, if you want to listen to the podcast only, search on your favorite podcast platform for Wrestling Sheet Radio. And also follow us on social media. It's at Wrestling Sheet all across the board. There you go. And you can follow me at The Rogue Says on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him at Ryan Satin. And uh, tune in tomorrow for the SmackDown Live recap we have here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet as well. That'll be the send-off show, final send-off show, heading into WrestleMania. Unless Maybe. it's an NXT show? Mm, well, or, or there's something because I'm not going to have to... I didn't do Wrestling Sheet Radio last week. No, no, I mean from WWE. Oh, oh, oh. Well, yes, from WWE, but from from us here, uh, I might maybe try to record something with, like, I'm going to see if Christian wants to do it. Maybe, like, you, me, and Christian, like, preview the WrestleMania card or something. I'm I'm not going to be able to do it after. Let's do it. I don't know. We'll see. I make no promises. I am very busy here in the office, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. I'll make him do it. I also am last priority in the studio, so we'll find out. Stop it. All right, we'll talk to you guys. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click... 
your stuff works, but you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 